tried again for the third time. We're out of the gate. I feel like recently it has taken us mm. multiple times to get going. False starts. I had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then we had a little computer issue. And you had a bubble in your throat. I did have a bubble in my throat. <laughs> uh, we have to restart for that. Mm-mm. But now we are on our third try. What's going on, man? You're in shorts today? Yeah. Odd. I went uh, went on my Wednesday morning walkabout. Went to uh, Red Mount Park. Have a little uh, communion with God. There you go. Listen to some some scripture, do some praying. I got pooped on by a bird. Nice. Where? On my shoulder. Gross. Yeah, man. I, I don't know when it happened. I just looked down and I was like, oh, That's I got pooped poop. on. And this isn't the first time in my life that I've been pooped on. I got pooped on at the zoo once. No, but you have kids. You've been pooped on a bunch. Let me, let me rephrase. Pooped on by a bird. Okay. <laughs> got pooped on at the zoo one time by just like a wild bird. Not okay, bird okay. So zoo. it wasn't a cage bird. Uh-uh. <laughs> Just bad luck. <laughs> yeah. I've been pooped on once. I, I, as a as a kid, I remember yeah. like being like flipped out. <laughs> like what just happened to me? Like a bird pooped on you. I'm like, how does that happen? It's probably doesn't happen more. Yeah, there's lots of birds. Lots of birds. You see those like big swarms of birds? Like, are they just raining down poop? Yeah, I mean, I I like try to like avoid those walking because I'm like. You can't avoid them, but yeah. I'm like, no, like they're gonna like it, it. Like I assume I'm going to get pooped on. Yeah, you birds. should. You should. <laughs> Rapid fire. We are starting this one off hot. I don't think we've ever talked about poop so much. On Mike, no. <laughs> <laughs> on Mike, no. But no, good to see you in shorts. Um, are you in shorts? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm also rocking a jersey. Yeah, a baseball jersey. I have found that whatever season of look like I'm in. Sorry, this isn't coming out right. I feel like I have a very uh, specific type of vibe as far as like the clothes I wear. Flannel. Short, shorts don't fit into this. Well, I don't, I'm trying to find my short identity. Your shorts are too long. Uh, we're going to send out a picture of my shorts and <laughs> Justin's shorts and we're going to let the people decide. These aren't even my short shorts. These are just normal ones. Yeah. Which all my short ones are normal ones. But... Yeah, it was just weird to see you, but like I'm in shorts, especially this time, like starting now and from until November, I'm going to be in shorts most of the time. And we do live in Alabama where in January you'll have like an 80 degree day. That's what I said. Yeah, it's going to hit up some shorts. Be hot. Rocking a baseball jersey, cards won, I think like uh, 14 to three last night or 12 to three. That's a big win. Killed the Nationals. That's good. Um, I'm not a Nationals fan, so we could go ahead and. Yeah, I bet. But have you been to the ballpark? I haven't. We I have went. not been to Washington D.C. since the sixth grade. Me and Mary Beth went on a date. Yeah, a uh, date to Washington D.C. That's how balling I am. Let's He's go to a rolling. date tonight. <laughs> we rolling. went. We went just the two of us uh, to Washington as a little vacation. I'm going to say a little vacation. Sometimes yeah. we do vacation just the two of us. Uh, Everything's like free. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like the the best thing about DC. Yeah, like everything's basically free. The Nationals game was not, uh, but we went. They were playing the cards. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, so we got to go see that. It just randomly happened that we didn't plan the game around that or plan our trip around that game. It was fun. It was super cold. Like it, like a cold 
snap streak happened, and yeah. I was and not. it's like on the river, And right? I was not dressed prepared. Yes. So you get to get some of those cold You cold get some winds. of that win-win. And, of course, our tickets were like Up at the tippy top. second to the <laughs> top. But, um, but it was good. I was going to wear a Predators jersey. I think the Preds won 4-2 last night, which is a big win as well. I'm against, going against the I think Tampa Bay Lightning, and so I didn't think I should wear a hockey jersey today. I want to uh, submit myself to your leadership and oh. uh, some tutelage. Oh, okay. I don't know. I am here. Anything about hockey? It seems like something I would really like. Yeah. I just need I need a mentor. I need a yeah. hockey mentor that I can kind of walk me down the path, share some wisdom. Uh, I need to learn off, the lingo. Yeah, first off, you need to go to a game. I need, I need to take it to Nashville. Never been. Yeah, it, it it will change your experience. Yeah. Like, you will have a new appreciation for it, and you're like, these dudes are fast. You want to know what's kind of wild? These dudes are huge. So, I used to work in advertising, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, but I'm telling the folks. Yes. Uh, and uh, Fifth Third Bank was one of my yeah, they're big for they're many, many years. Big with the Predators. And one of our main jobs, campaigns that we did with them every year was doing all their sports work. So they, they were sponsors of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh-huh. the Reds, a bunch of minor league teams, which those were the most fun because oh, the names, like oh, yeah. New Jersey Dust Devil Dogs and stuff like That's that. Awesome. But the Preds. So I, I was like Preds adjacent for five years. It and never, never caught a game. Never, never was able to like get into it, but like I think I would really like hockey. So when I was a kid, I, uh, being an only child, yeah. I played and did everything. Of course you did. I mean, I think in one day I had like three things. <laughs> Parents um, were just shuttling you. Yeah, well, and we also, in somewhat in Mountain Juliet, a small town, like yeah. literally on the same road. <laughs> Basically, no joke, the same intersection, kind of. <laughs> Mountain Juliet Road and Lebanon Road. I had art lessons. Yeah. Man, now I'm thinking even like less than a mile on the road. So less than a mile, I had karate, art lessons, baseball, and roller hockey. All, all within less than a mile drive of each other, basically. That's so a, That's a full day. I didn't do all those in the same day, but I think I had two or three. Yeah. I think I remember going to some of those. But – we had the Mountain Juliet skating rink. Ice skating rink? No, roller skating. Ah. And so it was it was your like typical when yeah. you think of like the 90s skating rink, yeah. it was it. It's like a warehouse with it was with awesome. strobe lights. Yeah, but it, it was awesome. Well, back in the early 90s, they made roller hockey where I, they had walls put up cuz cuz we we are the the uh the Mighty Ducks generation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is pre-Mighty Ducks, though. Really? Yeah. And so they put up the walls. Like, it became a hockey, roller hockey rink. So when I tell people, like, I, I played roller hockey as a kid, a lot of people are like, yeah, well, so did I. I'm like, <laughs> like, I was on a travel league that went to Indiana and New Orleans. <laughs> and, like, it, it, it was it was more than just street hockey. It, it was, was like more a than league. a bunch of ragamuffin kids. Which I I did that too, which was which was awesome. Anyways, when I played, that was the same time that Nashville got the Predators. So like I was already in a hockey mindset, and then we got the Predators, and I was like, I'm all in. Yeah, I am a hundred percent all in. And so that's why I fell in love with that. And then like back in the day, they used to have like student tickets. When did the Preds come to Nashville? Like ninety eight, ninety seven. No idea they had been there that long. Uh huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it, it's fun. And I got to go to 
uh, Stanley Cup Game Three game a few years ago. That's awesome. That was awesome. Um, Have they ever won the Stanley Cup? Nope. That's that close the as they closest got. So they went right? to yeah. yeah. They went to the finals, but never made it. But Who are they playing against? Is it the Blackhawks? No, they beat the Blackhawks to get That's in there because right. they're in the same division. So, you know what, Tatriot? I just totally forgot who – because I – It doesn't matter. I blocked that all out. No. Anyways, let's watch some hockey. Let's do it. I, I'm just going to need your help. I don't even yeah. know. I don't know when it comes on. <laughs> every day. All right. They, it's like it's, baseball? It's like baseball. Like, they play every other day. Sometimes back-to-back if they have road games. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, so – I got to say, I apologize. I got text after last episode. All right. I, I got a text. Okay. I got multiple texts from one person. That's fair. Buster Clemens saying, why are you calling me out? Buster. And I'm now realizing like we just spent whatever time talking about poop and hockey in jerseys for this whole, and he's going to be like, well, come on guys. So Buster, sorry to call you out on the podcast. <laughs> I love you. I'm calling you out again, but sorry to hear our ramblings. Um, but he listened to the ramblings. But we got to get that man a time code. I, we have to get that man a time code. So sorry, Buster. I'm going to get another text tomorrow afternoon saying stop it. Stop it. But uh, sorry for the ramblings this morning. Um, hey, do we have a jingle? We do. It's a little confusing. Well, here, do the, don't, do the country one. It's time for a Bible Buffoon's Global Update. With a little bit of stats. Yeah, well... We don't know how this works. We're not geography majors. No, no, we are not. Definitely not at all. I don't know if that is a major. <laughs> um, so we have a new country. We, we have a new area. We have a new we area. Have, we have a new land. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the we U.S. Virgin Isle, Isles? Island. Island. Like Islands. U.S. Virgin. If it's a commercial promoting tourism, they say Virgin Isles because that sounds classier. But I think it's the Virgin Islands. Okay. The well, U.S. Virgin Islands. The U.S. Ver so the, it's kind of state adjacent. It's yeah. it's we it's state ish. It's, it's a gray area. But I think I don't even know where it's at. I mean, is it like down there, Bahamas area? Like, I, is that what it is? Yeah, it's like you know, there's there's a map on our website <laughs> that we look at that shows us. But I don't, I didn't look at it. There's Saint Thomas and there's okay. Saint something else. Mm. One of those is a British Virgin Island. Yeah, I think all and of the those other are. one is a U.S. Virgin Island. I don't know which one it is. <sighs> Too fancy for my blood. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. I want to go. Oh yeah, I mean we talked about we're gonna go to Australia, right? Yeah. If we get enough listeners, we'll go to Australia. Um, we'll also go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. There you go. I think we missed a country. Oh, or we got a new one. Okay. So I, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna ask. Have we have we have talked about the Philippines? Correct. Yes. Okay, that's not the one I'm, I'm okay. wondering. Italy? No. We have Italy. Buongiorno. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Is that, is that French? Uh, I think it's Italian. I'm not sure. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Welcome. Um, I forget the town, uh, what it is. It's a cool name of town. Of course. Everything um, over there sounds great. Rome. It's not Rome. It's uh, the Pope. Italy. Yeah. So we do. That, that's why That's why I had you do a country because I, I, oh. I, I was thinking we had another one. That's a big we're, one. That's like third. Yeah. We're up to a lot. We end this. <sighs> It's good. <laughs> Italy, welcome. Welcome. Uh, we're, we're Philippines, happy. welcome as also, well. Also to, and also to you. 
in U.S. Virgin Islands. I like it. Just blend it. How many islands are there? In the world? No, just in the U.S. Virgin area. I didn't know the answer to either of those questions, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Several. What is your over-under for islands in the world? In the world? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 704. Oh, I would have said thousands. Like, I, 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 would, have been, I would have been over a thousand. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to jump into it, guys. Thank you all for listening to the ramblings. Um, hey, oh, why am I getting that out? Um, last week, we... Uh, Hit on Romans. Now, the title did not say that it was Romans. We did that on purpose. We're also going to be in Romans again, Romans 12, again today. Uh, We're going to jump into the second half-ish. I will also tell you this. I did this study with our teenagers the other night. How'd that go? I was like, hey, you guys don't listen to my podcast. (laughs) Uh, You guys don't know that. But let's do Romans 12 again. And I had a seventh grader be like, can we do this again? Like he loved just kind of like going through awesome. it. And like, and he was like, we spent 30 minutes on two verses. Yeah. Like we only went to the first two verses. Mm. And he was like, how's that? I was like, well, you start talking about it, man. Like yeah. you get to dive into it. You could, you could blow his little mind and tell him he could spend the rest of his life on those two verses. That's, that's <laughs> basically, he did realize, um, we talked about like your passions and how God, like, you know, like your will for your life and, yeah. and your passion and God wants to align your passion with his will. And uh, as a great seventh grade boy, is uh, he said that he wants to do um like rocket so he wants to like work for nasa and like huntsville of course he does and i was like yeah of course you do man do it <laughs> great and but then it turned into after a conversation of lining your passion to god's passion mm-hmm. he goes oh i want to be a missionary to martians okay and i was like i love it i see i see the i see the logic there so he connected <laughs> up to now he wants to be a missionary for martians and i was like where do I sign up? Somebody's got to have that job. That's what I said. I was like, somebody has to do it. Space Force. Get it. Um, so I haven't got a text from the mother yet saying, what are you doing? <laughs> Thinking my kid can be a mission, Martian missionary. Let's not, let's not crush his dreams yet. Let's, let's I'm, let, let's hey, look. who knows? That's He's right. in seventh He's grade. In seventh grade. Who knows? I mean, for real. The way things are going right now, I, like, I didn't say no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's the best answer in ministry. I don't know. And I think kids need to hear you say that too. Sure. And I think we talked about that before Absolutely. about parenting. Like we need to give our parents grace. I think we, you know, we talked yeah. about that of like, is your kid looking at your parents being like, give all the answers. That's me. I'm like, ah, I don't know, ma'am. Yeah. And even our students like, what's this? I don't know, dude. <laughs> we'll try to figure out together. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to jump into Romans 12 verse nine. Right? Yep. Is that we landed up? Verse nine. Um, and again, if you did not catch us last week, go back to last episode. I don't know what episode this is. 35? 35. 35. Um, listen to 34. We hit the first eight verses in that, and we kind of gave a quick overview. How o- did we get here? Over the book of Romans, over Romans chapter 12, where it's all at. Again, you got to know this was written about 25 years after the death of Jesus. Paul writing to the church in Rome, Italy. Hey, uh, maybe that's why they listened. Okay. Maybe that's why they listened. Let's go. And he had never been there before. He was actually in Corinth when he wrote this to Rome, 25 years after ish, after Jesus' death, around 57-ish AD. 
And again, this isn't a letter that is um, trying to correct or mm. trying to give instruct. Well, no, it's a lot of instruction, but but he's not trying to fix a problem. There's, there's nothing at he's the responding to. Yeah, he's just kind of giving an overall. He's laying out the gospel, man. Here's Jesus. Here's where you are, and because of Jesus in you, here's the way you should live your life from now on. Yep. Um, and Romans 12 is that pivot point into him doing that. So go back, listen to episode 34. It was awesome. Uh, now we jump into. Verse nine. Yes. Do you have any preamble to this? Uh, no. As we go through it, I may uh, revisit some of the yeah the ideas that we've already talked about. But okay, we can do that real time. Real times. All right. Verse nine. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Mm. There's a lot right there in those four verses, mm. whatever it may be. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Mm. Um, I kind of struggle with wrapping my brain around love must be sincere. Yeah. Because, and again, this is me just kind of talking this out. Sometimes I feel like I have to love, mm. I have to force myself. It has to be maybe a habit or an action before it's a true, true, before it's a true um, state that I'm used to being. Mm. Um, so where does that come from? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right? Um, I think... So, you know, we've talked a lot about all I ever talk about is relationship. I mean, I guess I don't even need to like say that. Um, but I, I, the way that I'm approaching this uh, chapter is all in that context of relationship. So this first couple mm -hmm. verses, we're talking about our relationship with God. Um, the little second section of verses is talking about our relationship with the world. Uh, then you get this big section of like how to do some serious self-assessment. So like your relationship with yourself and then I think what we get in this little section is um, relationship with believers, like relationship with the church. Okay. Um, and your question about love, that's a great question. I think the picture that we see here is something that we're not really capable of Fully. on our own. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. Um, I think that this picture that we get here is a picture of transformation. So we talk about be transformed by the renewing of your uh -huh. mind in, in these first couple verses. Well, the fruit of that is going to be this new way of being and this new way of relating to one another. And this, it says, love must be sincere and hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Uh, uh, what is that next little part? I'm be sure. devoted to one another Be devoted love. to one another in brotherly Honor one love. another above yourselves. Um, he's given us... Uh, some some wisdom in how we're supposed to relate to one another, but I don't think we can do this part without the first part, without uh, having the right relationship with God. And I just kind of fundamentally believe that the more I love God, the more I try to draw closer to God, that is going to necessarily cause me to love uh -huh. people in a way that I'm not capable of. Out of the overflow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's good. I, and that sincere part, uh, I, I guess that's always like become spiritually mature, that it's 
a ongoing forever process yeah, for sure. and, and that love must be sincere and that must be, um, we talked last time about like that self-assessment, mm -hmm. like self-assessing where, where my, where the source of my love is mm. really coming from. Right. And, and so the more we talk about this a lot, mm -hmm. and the, the more we're our, I'm loving you. I'm loving my neighbors. I'm loving other people because yeah. he first, we love because he first loved us. Right. And that, constant reminder of well it, it is sincere mm. because you are a stranger because you're whatever like i was also that as well like i was also sinful i was also this but god still loved me yeah jesus still loved me and so having that sincere of like no it is like uh and what's weird in this um i don't say weird but have you ever like it's okay and, you can say weird <laughs> i know that well, well i don't know if it's weird i think it's interesting <laughs> And I think that you do this because I've been around you enough and I know that you do this. I have tried in, uh, to every time I go to someone who works in a service industry mm. to like see how I speak to them. Yeah, like, yeah, no doubt. Like, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you. You have a great day. Hey, you have a great day too. Thank you so much for your work. Yeah. I, I, I try to say I appreciate you because yeah. I do. Thank you for working at Duncan, thank you for <laughs> working at Cook's Pest Control, yeah. thank, right? Like just no matter what it is, I got a text from my Cook's guy this morning. That's what's on my brain. <laughs> and I went to Duncan earlier, so those are the two that's on my brain. But if you've said it to some people, like some people might be like, oh, well, thank you. Like yeah. it's, it almost like takes them back, mm -hmm. like how nice and sincere. And I think that's part of loving people. Like, yeah. hey, I truly appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. Um, and it catches people off guard sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's kind of the, <laughs> kind of kind of some of the 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 magic of what following Jesus is. It's like there there is this new way of life that mm -hmm. is very sort of uh, arresting to people. Like you'll kind of catch people in the flow of their day, and they're like, "Whoa, that was different," you know. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, it says love must be sincere. So, you could kind of flip that around if it's not sincere. It's not love. Is it true love? Yeah. And I think that, and we've talked a lot about this, um, our nature, um, you know, outside of Christ is to uh, evaluate relationships based on uh, what I'm getting from it versus what uh -huh. I'm putting into it. And uh, this is a very different thing. This is my love for you has absolutely nothing to do with what you can do for me, what yeah. you can give me, what I can get from you. Uh, if you can help me get a better job, whatever, on and on. My love for you is based in my love for God. And that's where that sincerity lies. It's because there's no strings attached to um, my love for you. Well, and we see that through Christ. Like there's nothing that we can give him. Right. But he still died for us, right? Um, it says, hate what is evil cling to what is good. And we talked a little bit about this last week. I think like, um, I put something out on social media the other day on, um, you are what you eat. Mm. It was that funny advertisement, but this idea of like, um, uh, cling to what is good. Mm. Like in today's society, you have to put an effort to find things that are good. You watch TV, you listen to radio, social media, whatever it may be. Uh, I would say the majority of it is not, quote unquote good. Yeah. It may be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and it'd be funny, but is it good? And so, um, 
really striving to go out of your way to uh, be filled with what is good and cling to what is good. Yeah. Um, and that's what we talked about before about, I mean, I, there's times where I have to do like a Twitter purge and be mm. like, unfollow, 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 unfollow. Cause it's yeah. like, you've gone an area that has, that makes my day bad when I read your words. Mm. And I want that. Yeah. I like funny stuff. I like sports stuff. I like uplifting stuff. I yeah. like stuff that could focus me on Christ. I don't need a lot of other things as well yeah. in there. Um, well, there, part of that definitely jumped out to me. Hate, what is evil? Ooh. I guess pretty rare that the Bible is Using, instructing you to hate yeah. something. That's that's strong, strong language there. And uh, man, if you do a little internal uh, assessment there, it's like, do I hate what is evil? No, I think uh, sometimes I like to saddle up to some things that are evil and not like fully go into it, but kind of like get near it and yeah. <laughs> check it out and see what's going on. Uh, and, and that can take a lot of different forms, but this is like, when I, when I read hate, what is evil, that's like, uh, the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Like he was in that moment of temptation. Homeboy took, left his clothes. He just like literally <laughs> ran away. Yeah. And it's like, how can, and, and, this thing is a flow. So it's, it starts off with that. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's going to give you the power of yeah. the Holy Spirit to be making these evaluations in your day-to-day -day life of what is good? What do I need to be clinging to? And then what is uh, encroaching on my life that, man, God is telling me this is evil and you need to get away from it um, and, and be able to make that assessment. Because if he's saying, hate what is evil literally like repel yourself yeah from evil that's in your life and clean so this is like two opposites right <laughs> it's hate it's like push away magnets of the same thing like you like, can't come together <laughs> like i cannot be around it and then cling that's intimate like clinging yeah. to something if i'm gonna cling to something yeah. that makes me think of like uh, you know holding on to something with all you got and, and I think of like rock climbing. Yeah. Like you're, you're just you're like, just, I am on grip, it and, baby. and I'm not letting go because this is life or death. Yeah. If I let go, that's it. Right. Yeah. And so, but you've got to have that transformed, renewed mind to be able to understand what's evil, what's good. What do I need to run, run, run from? Or what do I need to make sure that I'm staking my life on? That's yeah. just, that's, that's some pretty extreme language there. Yeah. That's a big like contrast back and forth. Um, it says, be devoted to one another in love. Mm -hmm. Honor one another above yourselves. Um, I know that we've had these conversations. I know that our church has had these conversations. But this idea of being devoted mm -hmm. to one another. Right. Um, and in love. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? And again, you being the connections minister, relationships, there's a part of our Christian walk that should be devoted to um us being around believers and walking with one another. And of course life then was different than it is now. Right. Um, you're not going to leave your block, right? Mm. Like that's where you work. That's where you live. That's everything about it yeah. here. We can be, you know, we get people that live 45 minutes away from our church. Right. You know, that come here, but this idea about being devoted to one another in love. Mm. And so I think about me and you actually being legit neighbors right. across the street from each other. But what about the people in our church that maybe live 30, 40 minutes out? Like, how are we still being devoted to them? How are the people um, in our community, in our church, 
that we could walk with and be with and be devoted to a life that can help lift them up in need, mm. that they can lift us up in need, that we can support one another, we can encourage each other, we can equip one another, we can love one another um, and do all those things. Um, do we make time for that? Yeah. And, and I think it's hard. I think we have two, two busiest schedules or we think we do. Right. Um, yeah, man, this is, this is some, some practical stuff here for yeah. the church. Um, and this is all about intention. So it's like be devoted to one another in brotherly love, honor one another above yourselves. Like that's not the norm. Uh, most no, people, not at all. Most people, uh, would, would honor themselves above others would, uh, be devoted, uh, to themselves. To themselves. Yeah. Um, but Paul is saying, because you've been renewed, because you're doing this sober self-assessment, um, now Tra- take take that energy take that take that uh ambition that you've spent your whole life trying to get ahead and do more and be more and put that energy and love into those around you and that's a pretty uh significant culture shift even for us today oh, absolutely a uh, big mind shift um to say that man to to really honor everybody else above <laughs> myself that's a that that's a high calling, and that's something that we can only do in the power of the Spirit, and really in the context of Christian community. And don't get this twisted. When we talk about humility, and I, I can't remember if I had this conversation with our teens or on here. Um, this is not. Uh, we talk about being humble, and we talk about um, uh, honor honor one another above yourselves. Mm. This is not put yourself in a negative, lowly light. Right. This does not mean think negative of yourself and being like, well, I'm not good enough. Mm. And of, no. and of course they're better than me. And of course they deserve this. No, you are loved and created and child s- of God, s- <laughs> sanctified by God yeah. as well. Um, no, you're there too. Right. Uh, it just, don't have this prideful of like, well, f- well, of course I'm better. Yeah. No, think about them. Yeah. Think about your neighbors too. It, it, you, you just hit on the key there. It's because my identity is in Christ, because I'm a child of God, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I don't have to worry about yeah. planning everything Status, exactly right, yeah. making enough money, doing this. I can focus because I'm good, because I'm secure mm-hmm. in who I am. I can turn my attention towards other and know that God is going to take care of me, not only in, in supernatural ways that we'll never understand, but yeah. through that same community. This is reciprocal. As I'm honoring other people above myself, other people are caring for me in that same way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, being... Um confident and being secure knowing that you're the child of God. Right. And, and that you don't, you don't have to fight more to get more status to mm. think, no, you put other people before as Christ served other people, mm. as we are told to love others because he loved us. And, and I'm reading the NIV um, this morning and the title for this is called love in action mm-hmm. is, is what mine has. And I love that title. Cause it's like, Hey, you want practical action steps? Yeah. Boom. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another. Right. Uh, putting other people above yourselves. Like these are like 
step one, two, three for the day. If you <laughs> right. want a checklist of like, how can I love God today? How can I start like, boom, yeah. like read Romans 12, starting at verse nine. And it's going to walk you through a daily process to um, love in action. Yeah. This is never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. So there's a lot there. Mm. Um, spiritual fervor. Yeah. Not something we talk about a lot. Yeah. How would you define and describe that in a quick term? Uh, enthusiasm. Right? Passion. Yes. Yeah. Do we see a lot of spirit? Like, again, we could probably list a few people. Yeah. And you probably have two or three off the top of your head. Do we do we typically see people of the church having a spiritual enthusiasm? So here, here's the important component here, and that's a great question. Uh, what does it say? It says, never be lacking in seal. Ze- seal. Ooh. Don't run out of seals. Never be lacking I, in... I, I, I went more to the singer. <laughs> I, I went to the, uh, the marine animal. Okay, I went to the singer. Uh, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Yeah. So I think we've got a ton of zeal and spiritual fervor, but it's directed at telling other people what they're doing wrong. <laughs> right? They're, they're very, what is the yeah. church known for? Like, we'll, we'll tell you what Hypocrite, you're doing wrong in a hot yeah, minute. Oh, yeah. But this says, if you're going to have passion and you're going to have spiritual fervor and zeal, activate it in serving. Yeah. Serving people. That's the, I mean, you can get hot about the ills of the world all you <laughs> want, but it's not doing anything if you're not serving the Lord with that same passion and that same energy and excitement. Like this should be um, the, the, uh, the big verse for trying to get VBS volunteers, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or any kind of volunteers in church. It's like, hey, you guys like to complain about our, vol- you know, yeah. About our VBS theme this year, are you serving? Yeah, get in there and work. Baby. You got this. You know, do you get that spiritual fervor for serving the Lord? Like, yeah. let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, or in your church in general, um, having that enthusiasm to serve. Like, are you? Or is it? I got to get up Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the food drive, bank, right. and help out with that. I got to get the kids ready. Or is it like, hey, which now being a parent. It has helped me out. So our church does a um, food pantry at a local elementary once a month. Uh It's actually this Saturday. Um, My wife, the past, I think, three months has gone with our oldest son. Mm. I'll watch the twins. I'll give them a chance to have one-on-one time and get to go serve. I think this week we're going to bring the whole family. I think think we're going to bring the babies, and I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to bring the babies. (laughs) But... We try to get Jack excited about it. Mm-hmm. He's excited about it. We do it for T-ball games that we have. And we do it for birthday parties we go to. And, hey, we're having you know, y'all over for dinner at night. He gets excited. We try to keep that same enthusiasm for, you know what we're doing Saturday, buddy? Yeah. We get to go serve the Lord. Yeah. Last night, they made cookies. Uh, our church feeds the homeless as well. And our children's ministry tries to get cookies. Yeah. And so last night, it was like, hey, you're going to have a cookie or two to eat. <laughs> but do you know how we're making this? And yeah. he's excited. Um. And that has helped me out. Right. Like for me to try to get him pumped about going up Saturday morning and lifting heavy things yeah. and working and being out of his comfort zone. I'm like, hey, this is exciting, buddy. Look yeah. what we get to do. And we get to partner with God and partner with his people serving a community. 
um, and changing lives in yeah. whatever big or small way that we can. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, you want to see some spiritual fervor and some zeal, go to that food pantry and see like our six year olds to like 11 year olds running around that place, slinging turkey and working everybody. And, and they are experiencing in a very innocent and like uh-huh. pure way, the joy of service because like a self-centered life sucks. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's really unfulfilling if all I'm thinking about is me, 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 me. Like you find joy when you let go of that and, and just go and do some work totally on the behalf of other people. Oh yeah. You'll get anything out of this. Yeah. And I think our kids uh, model that really well and our adults could learn something from that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. And so having that enthusiasm, which has helped me yeah. to be like, hey, I can come help serve and do this as well. Um, share with the Lord's people, uh, where it says, be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope, mm. patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Mm. Um, so those, so those three things, right? Be joyful in your hope, a hope of, um, that our God is a promise maker and he's a promise keeper, right. that things are going to happen, that he's walking with you. I have a hope that in every circumstance, my God is with me and mm. he is guiding and helping and intervening and giving me opportunity to serve and love and to do all those things. Like be joyful in that hope, right? It's not this woe is me. It's mm. I'm, joyful in I think about this a lot like like I think about the good Friday to Easter Sunday yeah like I I I, I um, am joyful in hope because of the resurrection mm. right um, and it says then be patient in affliction mm. um, God never says follow me and your life is going to be easy right and everything's going to go away uh, he is not in the, uh, you know, you know the a term that we use. He is not in the health and wealth gospel. Right. You follow me. You give me money. You serve me, and then I'm going to give you more money. I'm going to give you more health and more wealth and yeah. more things and more status. No. Um. Things are going to happen. Yeah. He says, "Be patient." Mm-hmm. Um, which I love in all of this, where it's. And then it says, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, mm. practice hospitality. And above it, it talks about being with one another. Mm. After it talks being with one another, I think this part here is like, when you see your brother going through affliction, when you see your neighbor going through this, walk with them. Mm. Um, be patient in that because God's going to send somebody to walk with you. Right. Um, and then in turn, you walk with somebody yeah. who you see is in that. So yeah. you always looking for help. Um, is great, but then you should be looking on how to walk with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think there's a good um, give and take there. Yeah, I, I, I read this as sort of like a state of being, if that makes I, sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's like be joyful in hope. I don't, I don't read a a qualification there. I don't think, I don't think you're joyful in hope when things are going good. And and you're patient in affliction when things are going bad. I think that that both are true all the time. So whether oh, whether, yeah. whether whether 
circumstances, we talk a lot about circumstances, external things uh-huh. are going well or bad for me. I'm going to be a person of hope that, uh, that expresses that hope in joy. Um, and, and that's in good times and bad times. And when the bad times come, I'm going to be patient and know that God is still who he says he is and is still going to do what he says he's going to do. And the way that, the way that those two things can work in, in, harmony in my life is by being faithful in prayer i've got to have my heart in the right place right and to be so rooted in who god is and who god says i am that i can be joyful in hope (laughs) all the time and when those bad times come i can have the patience to to wait on the lord as as scripture says absolutely yeah that's state of being yeah it's it is more than this checklist. It is a holistic, this is who I am. It's not like things are good today, so I'm going to be joyful in yeah. hope. And tomorrow, if things are yeah. bad, I'm going to be patient in affliction. Yeah. It's, it's both and, always. Well, because you can always you can always find yourself in a place of affliction. Like, if you think hard enough, yeah. there's something going wrong like in, with like a family member mm-hmm. that affects you or somebody or outside. Like, your brain can always be in, hey, I'm doing really good right now. This is great. And, and then, then, oh, no, I'm not doing And good. then, hey, I'm not doing good. Yeah. So it can go uh, um, it change. Can, it can and it does. And we've talked oh, about absolutely. that, man. Your, your day, your life can be flipped upside down with the ring of a cell phone. A text message can, boom, change. Just to, like, make this super real, you know, like a couple weeks ago, I'm driving home from work get a FaceTime call from my mom, which was a little unusual, yeah. uh, you know, sort of in the middle of an afternoon. And I'm on there, my sister's on there, and then just boom, out of nowhere, had no idea she's got cancer. I mentioned that yeah. last week. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm controlled by the external circumstances of my life, my day just got ruined. Dunzo. And was I, was I sad? Absolutely yeah. I was sad. But was I joyful in hope? Yes. Yeah. Because God is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be who he said he's going to be. <laughs> right? You can't let the ups and downs of life dictate who you are. God says who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faithful in prayer. Mm. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. I love that. Practice hospitality. Two-word sentence. Super powerful. Practice hospitality. Um I was sad this year. Our church typically does a hospitality challenge. Uh, well, basically, we have people over our house um, that from the church that you typically have never had over your house. With, yeah. a, with a church our size, there's people that have never been in my house before yeah, that I haven't sure. really shared a meal. We could do this for 40 years, and we still probably wouldn't have had every person in this church in our house. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big church. If you do it for one month, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, how are you constantly practicing, practicing hospitality mm-hmm. in every little way, in every big way, Yeah, um, sharing with the Lord's people who are in need? So that can be, hey, I give to this compassion kid over in Honduras. Great. Hey, I'm praying with you know, so-and-so who lives far away. Um, I'm giving here, I'm giving there, I'm giving to my church, I'm walking with people, I'm serving at the food bank, I'm doing all these things. But I, I think it is this mindset of not, have I served today? Mm. It's that you practice hospitality in every single thing that you do. Yeah. That like, that's what your brain thinks about is, how can I serve the Lord by serving other people? Mm. 
And how can I practice this hospitality? Yeah. So um, on my little walkabout I did this morning, yeah. uh, it was about hospitality. The, the, the study and meditation that I did was about hospitality and asked a really good question that you just hit on. It's, you're on it today. I didn't, I didn't do uh, the study. Uh, uh, and, it's, and, and it asked the question, it said, is hospitality something that I think happens in my home or oh, yeah. is it? Is it a state of mind? Well, is because it, we is it the nature of my heart to be a hospitable be, person? Because we think of hospitality as I'm going to open my door up. I'm going to have people over for dinner. Yes, that's a very like which is on the nose. Which you know, <laughs> and maybe, it is that is hospitality. maybe we need to change the name of our hospitality challenge because that's <laughs> what we do here. No, that's good, and it is hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want my home to be a place of hospitality yeah. that that our neighbors uh-huh. feel welcome in. That you don't have a couch. I don't have a couch right now. So it's it's not very, I walked in there today and I was like, I came and I came and sit around. (laughs) But but you mentioned this earlier. It's like, am I being, am I practicing hospitality in my interactions with the, the cashier at at Walmart? Yeah. Am I practicing hospitality? Um, when I'm waiting in line for something? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it is, uh, something that happens in your home, but it's way bigger than that. Yeah. And, and then you go on and you go back to share with the Lord's people who are in need. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end it. We haven't had welcome to our um, staff meeting. Uh, <laughs> we're going to end it probably here. Okay. We're going to do round three. Three's coming up. We're going to do round three next week. Cause we still have a good we got portion. Seven more verses. <laughs> we still get seven more verses. Uh, so we're going to get to that a little bit later, but I want to end here. I think this is a good, well, a good end point because it's the end of this little section. Yes. But share with the Lord's people who are in need. When you think about that, mm. where does your brain immediately go to? Oh, I don't know. Money? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like share with, I will give yeah. to the guy in the corner. Yeah. I will give to, I, 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 who needs money? I will help if I have enough mm. money to give. Right. I think this is bigger. Yeah. And that was a big if, right? That makes it conditional. If I have enough, if I can, yeah, then yeah, I yeah. will. No, this is share. Yeah. And I think we have to get out of the mindset of for me to to give it to help and to share in people in need, it has to be dollar amounts. Uh, whether it's a dollar, whether it's 25 cents, like it doesn't matter how much it is. Yeah. But I, th- I think our brain goes to I am giving and serving and sharing with those in need through money right what about your ear mm. what about your time uh what about labor yeah but you know there's a lot of people that just want to talk yeah man that just need an ear that just need a compassionate person to be like i'm here with you yeah. i don't know what this means yeah i may have to pay for a hotel room tonight i may have to pay for a meal or i may have to sit here and be a shoulder for you mm. and i'm going to do that right and, and or you I'll, may have to do all that and you have to do every single one of those, right? Yeah. Um, I think some people, I think some people would rather it just be money. Mm, that's easy. It's clean. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it is, how can I write a check? Uh-huh. Hey, I'm, I am out $100. That's but, not that big a deal. Hey, okay, I'm, I'm out $100, but I still have my afternoon. Right. I'm not put in an awkward situation. Mm. I'm not having, I'm not furthering um, um, you know, having to help out more. Right. I'm not digging into your life. Right. Here's hundred dollars. Do what you can with it. See you. Bye. God bless. Yeah. Um, th- there, there was, um, 
there's a church in Nashville that I went to in between jobs. Um, some friends of ours started it. Awesome church, Ethos Church yeah, up in Nashville. Uh, we went there for a bit. And I remember, um, I remember Dave, Dave Clayton speaking one Sunday morning, talking about um, this is a messy church. And being like, okay, it seems pretty, I mean, you are meeting in a bar, so okay. Uh, you're, you know, they don't have a place, so they meet in different areas. Yeah. But he's like, no, this is a messy church. If you're a true church, it is not this clean mm. cut. I'm on Sunday morning. Right. And I give my money in the basket and I take my communion and I sing my songs and I go home and we're dressed all nice. We're done. He was like, you're going to have broken, hurt people come to this place mm. and you're going to have interactions with them that aren't going to be clean. Right. Um, not as in filthy as in dirt, but as in like, it's not going to be a, a cut dry. Here's money. Go start, home. Start time. Stop time. Yes. Um, and I think with this was to share with the Lord's people who are in need. It is question mark. Yeah. You'll know what that's going to be guys. Mm -hmm. um, are you willing and open yeah. to say, I'm going to take time and I'm going to talk to this person. And it may end with a prayer and, hey, here's my number if you need me. I'd love to help out sometime. And it may be a very clean interaction, right. a very cut and dry, we're done, but it may not be. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, being a little inconvenience and being a little awkward mm. and being out of your comfort zone, we're called to do that for God. Yeah. And I that's was, okay. Uh, uh, reading in Acts three today, so I think the story's like right on with with what we're talking about, and uh, so Peter and I think John uh, were going to the temple to pray, and there's the beggar outside. He can't uh -huh. walk, and he's like, "Hey, you got any money?" <laughs> and if 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 Peter and John were like, "Well, my responsibility to this guy is money." They ain't got no money. Yeah. They could have been like, sorry, bro. We nope, ain't got no money. We're going to pray. But no, they were like, hey, we don't have a single coin that we can give you. We don't have a dollar to our name. But what we can give you is new life and new life in Christ. And that's, that's what we're called to do is we have an abundance of everything. We do uh -huh. have money. We do have time and skills and attention and emotion that we can give to people. If, if we're viewing our transactions with brothers and sisters in Christ, people that we meet along the way, it's strictly in terms of, do I have money to give them or not? We're missing the point. Uh -huh. And it's just being, it's what you said, it's being open to those interactions and also not feeling like you gotta know exactly what to say or, or know exactly how to handle every little situation. Cause you won't, you won't, you won't. And sometimes it's going to not go great. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's okay too. God, God is not expecting you to do everything perfect. Yeah. He's expecting you to be faithful. Right. And you're not going to have the words and the spirit may give you the words right. and be like, where in the, I, I haven't <laughs> thought about that verse in a, in forever. And yeah. why did I think about this? Um, but he expects you to be faithful and mm. things may go crazy and they may yell at you. Why don't you have money? I don't have any right now, but would you like to talk? Like, yeah. it's, it went, and it, yeah, it may not go great. Yeah. Um, another question is, or a thing to think about is, uh, uh, as you share with the Lord's people who are in need, again, that puts it messy, that puts it awkward, that puts it out of your comfort zone. Um, 
if and I know this last year is different with the Ronas. Yeah. With the Covies. We haven't been around people that much. <coughs> Bless him. Bless me. Sorry. But think about the last two years. Yeah. Can you think about a time? And I'm not asking you. This is yeah. a, a rhetorical question sure. to everybody. Can you think of a time where you're like, yeah, that was messy. Yeah. Like I put myself out there mm. awkward. Because I think by doing that, by sharing with those in need, by putting yourself out there, by, by walking with people, by doing that, is that you gain a bigger understanding of God mm. and you grow your faith by that as well. Now, you may share your faith with somebody else. Yeah. You may get to shine a light to him, but it's going to fill you up as well. Yeah. And if you can't think about a time in the past two years where you have put yourself in some awkward situations for the Lord, are you truly living it? Yeah. Like, And that's a, that's a scary prayer to pray to, but you can pray that God was going to, Put you in some of those situations. Show, hey, <laughs> God, show up today and this week in a messy way that yeah. I, not to be like, so I have a cool story to tell. Yeah. No, that there is somebody hurting that needs you or needs me to intervene and be your hands and feet mm -hmm. in whatever way that may be. Right. 50 cents or an hour in prayer and talking to somebody, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, you're going to grow and you're going to gain um, um, more insight into the Lord. Um and that, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, is grow. Grow. And doing that. Read your Bible. Oh. Pray every day and you'll grow. Grow. Mm. Grow. Our boys love that song. <laughs> boys love that song. Um, well, hey, guys. I mean, I, I didn't think that we were going to get through this. I don't know why. We got um, another one coming. We got part three <laughs> next week. Um, we will hit that up. Hope you guys have a good day. Yeah. A lovely Thursday. Good weekend. Let's go. Hey, open your eyes. Be hospitable mm -hmm. to those around you. Think about ways that you can walk with somebody um, and, and be bold and not afraid to put yourself in messy situations for the Lord. Yeah. You don't have to get it right. You, oh, that's a good one. You don't have to get it right. Chances are you might not, but that's yeah. okay. Just be faithful. Yeah. Um, hey, make sure you guys go and leave us a review, uh, rate, uh, blah, 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 subscribe. You guys listen to podcasts. Whole, you know what's yeah, up. You get it. Come on. You know how to do all those Just things. Just do your job out there. Um, yeah, we're on, the, <laughs> we're, on the, we're, we're on social medias at Bible Buffoons, um, and then we're at uh, Gmail at The Bible Buffoons. Um, again, if you have a chapter of the Bible that you're like, hey, I love this chapter, um, let us know. Tell us what and why. We didn't get any of those last week, but we maybe we will this week. There you go. Um, so, hey, hope you guys have a great time, a great weekend, a great everything. <laughs> Comprehensively, know. we want you to be great. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Bye. See you.